to Let Me Tell You About My Jesus, brought to you by United Campus Ministry at Frostburg State University with Chaplain Dr. Z, a.k.a. Chaplain Cindy. That's me, folks. This summer, we're going to engage in a weekly conversation around the teachings of Jesus with his Sermon on the Mount. Do you have your Bibles open? Because we're getting started. This is Dr. Z with a new episode of Let Me Tell You About My Jesus with Dr. Z. This is the show that brings you a weekly teaching from Jesus to help us grow as authentic followers of Jesus. So, folks, we're talking about Jesus' teaching on prayer today, found in the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 6, verses 5 through 15. And joining us for this spiritual discussion is... I am just so excited about this uh, guy coming. His name is Andre Glenn, a.k.a. rapper Floic Dre. He was the president uh, when he was a student here at Frostburg State University. And Dre, I am so glad you're joining us today. Say hello to the folks and tell them something about yourself. Well, hello, everyone. Uh, as Dr. Z has mentioned, I'm a, a former UCM student leader uh, uh, with United Campus Ministries. And yes, I am a Christian rapper. Um, I, a lot of my music comes from uh, real life uh, scenarios that we go through on a day-to-day basis. And my goal with the, my ministries or uh, with my gift is to bring the people from the streets that aren't familiar with the church and bring them to a place of understanding who God is and where they could uh, start off and go in that path of following Christ and being saved. So that's that's my goal. And so on the, on that journey, I'm helping other artists develop their craft, providing them the resources they need, um, and always praying with them as well, which is why I was so excited to have this, this prayer uh, podcast session. Um, so yes, and also I do work for a nonprofit organization uh, called Gigi's Playhouse Annapolis. We help individuals with Down syndrome. The way we do this, is that we provide free programs that are educational, therapeutic, and career development now. Career development now. So I'm busy, <laughs> which is good. <laughs> yeah, it sounds so exciting. We'll get back to Andre in just a minute, but we also have Amanda with us. And Amanda, you've uh, been on this program before. Amanda is our current leader of communication and social media. And Amanda is going to read our scripture for us today. Okay. Okay, I'm reading from the NIV. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received the reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your father, who is unseen then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. This then is how you should pray. Our father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others for their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. Thank you, Amanda. Andre, we started this summer with a Bible study podcast on the Beatitudes on the Summer Night on the Mount. And what we discovered was those eight Beatitudes were inner characteristics uh, of an authentic follower of Jesus that we're all on the journey to becoming. We're, we're incorporating all those characteristics into our lives as we follow Christ. And uh, so we're on this spiritual formation journey to be transformed into these inner personality traits. And the next part of the Sermon on the Mount is Jesus discussing topics and real life situations to apply those characteristics to. In other words, he's giving us a situation of things that we're supposed to be and then things that we're supposed to do and uh, to apply those kind of traits. So today our spiritual conversation is about exploring Jesus instructions on this new way to pray. And what I mean by new way to pray, uh, the crowd would have been totally shocked by this prayer. They would have been, it would have blown their minds, <laughs> okay? Uh, he starts out in verse five where he says, when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites. Well, so at the very first sentence, the person who heard it for the very first time would say, oh, no, he's calling out the Pharisees and the priests again, you know. And so uh, their way of praying uh, was to stand up in public and or like a public worship or a street corner or something and pray aloud where everybody could hear them. And so he says, for they love to pray standing in the synagogue and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, you have they have received their reward in full. All right. So it was pretty normal for us to pray mm -hmm. in public, especially in worship. I mean, all of our worship services have public prayers where somebody's praying aloud. So I don't really think Jesus is talking about that. I think he was probably talking about what may have been the motivation for the prayer. So what do you, what do you see is the real problem that Jesus is addressing? Uh, and have you seen this today? Like, how can we be careful about this? Well, definitely when I was looking over it, yeah, the motives, definitely in terms of uh, people's rewards, you know, I guess in today's world, when, um, for example, when we used to go out to uh, feed the homeless, like we would like go out and serve. And so I remember outside of the place, we were still talking with people. We were, we were um, giving, I can't remember what exactly we were giving them, but we were just having conversations, making right. eye contact. That was the focus. And so I, just the fact that just doing that without any type of like notification of it, like not going on social media, not doing all this extra stuff stuff so people can see this to gain some type of credibility of some sort. Like we were just doing it for the likeness of our heart. And then the more we were doing it, we've grown to love that. 
and not looking for anything in return. And so I think a lot of it in this day and age in terms of our culture is more so of being presentable to the eyes of the social media or the eyes of people around us for people to feel like, oh, they're praying out in public. Oh, they're doing this out in public. That means they're good people, they're good people. They're perfect. They're this and that, you know, like that perception, mis mis misconception. So a lot of it just like rewards. People are seeking for rewards or some type of gain where it's not really authentic, pretty much. Yeah. So it goes back yeah. to the motive, like you said. It goes back to yeah. that. So I see that yeah. a lot. <laughs> okay. Today. How about you, Amanda? Have you got anything? Like um, kind of sort of. Um, one way that I see it is with how um I guess how prayer is done in churches in my experience. Um, so prayer is just talking to God. So when, I mean, I guess you do talk to people differently depending on the person a little bit, maybe, but it kind of, it's a little bit jarring to hear someone use words in a prayer that they don't use in everyday, mm. you know, in their everyday vocabulary. No. And Another thing is like one, one day um, a deacon um, prayed and an elder came up to him and told him his prayer was too short. Oh, <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> well, that goes to the next uh, critique that Jesus had of the common prayers in his day or the common practice in his day was for long public prayers. Mm -hmm. uh, Jesus said that when you pray, do not keep babbling like the pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. In Jesus' day, uh, a pagan was anyone who wasn't Jewish, okay? So anybody who was not a God worshiper mm -hmm. was considered a pagan. So in pagan prayer, it was about manipulating uh, the spiritual forces and demanding something of God, uh, trying to uh, kind of like trick God into doing something for you. And uh, so they would have like special words. They would address different entities to do something on their behalf. They would do it over and over again, kind of like a chant in a way. And so this was more of the practice. And Jesus is saying to the Pharisees and the priests that they're long-winded prayers was like the pagans you know like they weren't doing it wasn't doing anything you mm -hmm. know <laughs> what do you think it's the real problem with really long-winded prayers or repeating prayers what is the real problem there well it could be that it's not it's not personal because I think you have to understand like like we said earlier is the fact that it's a conversation with God, you and God. And so it's supposed to be personal. So when you're doing out in public, I mean, I guess technically it can be personal if you're being in a broader sense, including everyone in the prayer, you know, but it's supposed to be a personal kind of relationship. So you should keep it. I mean, you should keep, if you wanted to go long, it has to be, it has to make sense. It has to be an actual conversation, an actual thing you're actually talking about versus like you said earlier, just if you're just using big words and just saying it because it sounds right, even when someone, I hear people sometimes to do a, a big prayer uh, service where they're quoting uh, scriptures from the book of Psalms. 
it's like some people do that, but they might actually have like a personal reason for doing so versus like they're trying to get me to do the same thing. Like it's going to feel weird. It's going to feel like I'm babbling because I'm just saying stuff because someone else is saying it. It's not personal. It's not an actual conversation I'm really having with God when I'm like using these certain scriptures. So it's like the thing is just personal. I think it's when you make it out in public or when you're just saying a bunch of words and there's, there's no substance behind it. Then yeah, it's just you're just saying words. <laughs> it's not personal. I I don't quite get the whole I mean, I guess if you want to just get everything in one go, because that is how it is in conversation. Some conversations are longer than others. Um, but it just, it really doesn't make sense to me for you to be repeating yourself or just dragging it on and on to, for, to no end. <laughs> yeah, like who's the listener, you know? No, yeah. <laughs> right? Who's really listening to this prayer? Yeah. I mean, are you saying it for the person you know, next to you, are you yeah. saying it to God? Yeah, I, I'm going to tell on myself here. We went to a church and I think it was just a prayer service because um, they had choir and then the pastor got up and he was praying and he was praying and he was praying. And I fell asleep oh, no. and I woke up and he was still praying. And I fell asleep again and I woke up and he was still praying. And I was like, what is going on here? I think we ended up, I think we ended up leaving before they got to sermon. I don't know if they were ever going to get to the sermon. It might've been just prayer service, but I think we figured that that's, I think for that church, I think that's just what they do okay. over there. So yeah. I think that's what, but we weren't used to that. We were just kind of like, where's the word? <laughs> 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 Yeah. Well, one of the things where, you know, Jesus is teaching the, what we normally call the Lord's Prayer. All right. Yes. And um, Christians almost everywhere at least memorizes that and knows it some, you know, by heart usually. And I was just um, interested because uh, a couple of Sundays ago I was at a church and the pastor said uh, that he's not going to have anybody pray the Lord's Prayer until we start praying it for real you know and he was like y'all are just babbling you're just like going through the motions and trying to say the lord's prayer as fast as you can and we're not going to say it anymore until you guys know how to pray it for real hmm. and i think even the lord's prayer can become babbling yeah. that was one of the big takeaways that i had from that sermon that he was preaching and so, um, you know, we need to really, um, you know, see what Jesus was doing when he was teaching the Lord's Prayer. Hmm. Um, you know, because it, it was really shocking in Jesus' day. And I don't think anybody's shocked by the Lord's Prayer today, right? Mm -hmm. So um, it was, it was, uh, it was a different way of praying. And again, Jesus said, this is a model. This is how you ought to pray. I don't think Jesus thought somebody was going to write this down or wanted some, somebody to write it down and, and pray the same prayer over and over and over yeah. again. I think he wanted us to really yeah. understand what's going on in the Lord's Prayer and pray it ourselves. So what we're going to do now is that we're going to go through each phrase of the Lord's Prayer 
and talk about it and talk about what it means and how can we pray it for real, like the pastor said. And so the very first one is our father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. What for you is going on in that phrase that Jesus wants us to model? For me, it's acknowledging what kind of God we're talking to, you yeah. know? <laughs> so that's the one, that's what it is for me. How about you? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's already establishing like that, that relationship, like the difference. And you can even, obviously you can go a step further with how, how does he become like our father in heaven? Like, like anyone can say it, but like, does it really mean anything to everyone they say it? Like the reason why you're calling him your father, <laughs> you know, like, cause you're now, now a part of him now, once you decided to uh, turn up, turn a new leaf and to follow Christ, you know, follow him through Christ. So you, it becomes that relationship. You know, like we're saved, we're in that new relationship. So acknowledging, starting off by acknowledging our father and having like you just already acknowledge it. Just like you're saying, like, hey mom, hey dad, like hey, this and that. You're start, you're initiating that conversation, you know, by you know, that's what I think. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I was thinking something similar, like a um, like I guess like a heavenly greeting or something of the sort. Yeah, something like that. Okay. I, was, I was going to say something else, but I lost track. Ah. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, it's also said, hallowed be thy name. And so one of the things about hallowed, it, hallowed just means like special, really sacred, you know, is your name. And um, I think that's kind of a way of saying, I really respect you, you mm. know, like, um, you know, a lot of times I would call my dad, dad, you know, and if I said it in a disrespectful way, my dad would say, you better watch your tone, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and so I think uh, what Jesus was doing with hallowed be your name is like, okay, when you call on God, the father, you know, when you're saying, hey, dad you know, say it in a respectful way, in a, in a way that says, I really respect you, Father, you know, so um, not in a bad tone, but in a reverent tone, or. So I have a question, then. Okay. so I have, like, often I come across someone when they're acknowledging God in their prayer, yet they don't say, no, our Father in heaven, they don't say, like, Heavenly Father, they say stuff like, hey, God, or like, what's up, God? So what do you, what do you like, what do you think about those type of openings? <laughs> Being very <laughs> informal with their father, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have a problem with that myself. Yeah. But I think what Jesus was trying to do in that statement was to say, you know, approach this tone or approach God in a very respectful, loving way, you know, like, like, I mean, I've, I've even said that to my dad, hi, dad, what you doing? Or, yeah. hey, dad, uh, what's I, up? Yeah, I say that in prayer sometimes. Hey, God, how's your day been? <laughs> so far, how's your day so far? <laughs> because I do think it is talking in a very loving, familiar, relational way. 
and whatever, however you do that in a loving relational way, I think is okay. So for me personally, what do you think? I mean, I don't have anything against it. I just never, I like, obviously when you have conversations about prayer, like that never comes up. And the only reason why I'm saying it now, because I literally seen like another uh, Christian artist, they had like this prayer and it said, it started off by saying, Hey God, like, you know how it says there's something it said, Hey God. <laughs> and then it was going into the prayer request. So I was, I was just curious. I had nothing against it because I, I sometimes just say Heavenly Father, or I just say like, I just go right into the prayer because I had to, I pray like throughout the day. It might not be like as formal as you, as we should, but like um, friends or close people around me when they know I'm in a car, if I see a car accident or I see something happen, I say like, you know, God, like I really hope that they're okay. You know, I only care, I make sure that like, I'm just talking to God about that. So I don't, it don't become like that. <laughs> Right. Uh, formal yeah. like, your father in heaven or going down a list of things to pray about. I just instant, like I'm just, it's instant while I'm driving past. I say like, guys, hope that they're okay. Pray they're okay. Like mm-hmm. everything is good that they can get through situation they have. Cause it was a bad car accident this morning. I was just like, quick, turn the music down. And I just started just, like, I, I really hope they're okay. Cause I feel it, you know, like I've, I've been in car accidents. I, I, it's not a good thing. And that's the best thing you need right now is to go to guys to be, remain at peace and understand the importance of just being here <laughs> so yeah. i just stop and i just like to say hey god I just hope that they you know they're going well but i hadn't had nothing against against it i was just like <laughs> yeah i i too andre pray throughout the day i like just spontaneous like somebody like god is in the room with me because yeah. god is in the room with me and um so i talk to god just like i do any person who's in the room with me yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I just think it's important for us to know, like in the pagan prayer, it was like they were manipulating God, like God is stupid and, <laughs> and doesn't know that I'm like, you know, doing something, you know, to try to make God do something yeah. for me. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, so I just think it's important the kind of spirit or attitude we come we have toward God is what Jesus was getting at is what I think so well let's move on to the second phrase it said your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven our very first thought I think in prayer is like what is God's will for any situation that you wish to talk to God about you know that it means that we need to ask what that will is and sometimes shut up and listen to what it is all right (laughs) (laughs) instead of launching into all the litany of all the things that we need uh jesus is saying hey start out with listening to what god's will is okay so how does that work with your prayer life I do that when I'm able to close my eyes. <laughs> so like, so if I'm waking up in the morning, like I know, like I don't do like the proper, like on my knees or my bed, like praying, you know, I used to think that's how we, we should all do it at all times. But then I realized, you know, when you're out in the bow, you know, you have to, sometimes I have to be instant, you know? So sometimes as soon as I get up, I don't get up. I just have my eyes closed and I just like just stay and just like drift off and like just keep praying and just keep being silent and just (laughs) keep praying that usually happens when I'm like getting up 
or when I'm like just waking up, I just sit there for a minute. And I just, <laughs> just be quiet, just start <laughs> praying, stop for a minute, probably fall asleep, wake back up, <laughs> just keep yeah. praying. <laughs> I often do that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I find it to be a bit tricky because in, how do I say, I've seen God answer my prayer in terms of providence but also I think I've seen it mostly through people but for me the people part is tricky because I can't quite tell (laughs) if that was if that was God or not so but I just take it as a blessing anyway so I don't do it every day now but I used to do this every day and I think Uh, this uh, lesson that we're talking about, this study that we're talking about is really kind of convicting me um, because there was years where every morning I started my prayer, like before I got up, like you do, Andre. Mm -hmm. And the very first thing I would say is, uh, hello, God, (laughs) or good morning, God. Uh, What would, what is it that I could do for you today? And then I would just kind of get quiet. And if I didn't hear anything or didn't get a sense of what God was will was for me that day, then I would just look throughout the day for the opportunity to do something that God wants me to do. You know, so and it was really exciting because every day I was like, okay, was that what God wanted me to do? Oh. Was yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a person. Maybe God wants me to talk to them. You know, so it made life really like an adventure. The reason why Jesus put it as the second phrase is too often we don't really think about that. We don't think about we are God's servant and he has us out in the world to do something. Mm-hmm. You know, he wants us to be about doing something. And whether it's, you know, working with your Down syndrome people or me working with students, um, he wants us to be aware that we are his hands and feet and we have a purpose out there. And a lot of times I don't think we spend very much time listening to God. I think what I also what I also think about, too, with that first question, when you're saying what is God's will for any situation you wish to talk with, um, talk to God about? I think about the struggles, just going through struggles, right? I think the fact that we need to make it known that we need God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think God needs us, that we need God. So mm-hmm. anytime it's hard, I mean, I, I notice now, but back in the day, it was more so when I was, when I would pray, I was asking for like certain things that I wanted, like we were talking about earlier, of our wants, not what we need. And so now, nowadays when I pray, over a situation when I'm praying over someone else's situation I just pray that I've like the wisdom in that that we will see the wisdom that comes from this situation not asking him to fix it because like that, at that point where again we're trying to control God we're trying to kind of feel trying to tell him what to do type of thing it's like no I want like if I'm gonna go through this I need to I need that wisdom I need to see what I, what you want me to see in the midst of this you know obviously I will pray for help pray that you know we'll get through what we're getting through but I'm not going to say I'm, I'm going to wish you a speedy recovery or something like that, because that's not that's not in my hands. That's in God's hands. I could just only pray over those things and just like, like to talk about those things. And so that's that reminded me of that, too, just the fact that in that situation just wants us to, to know that we need him. 
And that reminds me about the beatitude of, you know, the inner characteristic we talked about was the beatitudes. And what you just said just reminded me of the poor in spirit where we were supposed to be humble and meek, you know? And so, um, yeah, so that just, that's again, that uh, inward attitude coming out in the way we pray. Um, so yeah, that's great. Thank you for that. All right, so we're gonna move on to the next phrase and it said, give us uh, today our daily bread. Now, see, I think this is the third one because we usually rush to this one, but this is the third one. So I think Jesus is saying, it's okay to pray for what we need. But in my mind, I have to always ask myself, okay, is there a difference between what I want and what I really need in this situation? <laughs> or, you know, and, you know, so, and he also said, give us our daily bread. So in this sense, you know, I think Jesus is telling us, remember there are other people out there with needs that you should be praying about you know so I think that was another kind of clue when he said give us our daily bread so um I heard someone tell me in fact this was a relative of mine and I thought oh my goodness this person should know better than this but he said I never pray for anything for me what's wrong with that statement do you think it's <laughs> right there you're not it doesn't I We've been talking about this already, just about how personal we are with God. So if you're not even going to be personal about like what you have going on, it's like, does, how does that work? <laughs> it's like you're like it's the concept about um, thinking of yourself less. It's not saying it's not saying don't think about yourself at all. <laughs> just say understand, like you said, there are other people. There are people to talk that that um, need assistance, need prayers, need need help. You know, but you also need help, too, because if you don't take care of yourself, you don't pray over yourself, then how are you protected? <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> that's what Thank I Thank you. Yeah, that's right. How about you, Amanda? What do you think about that? Well, uh, I don't know, because most of the time I pray, I'm not praying for myself. Oh, so you're yeah. one of those people that don't yeah. pray for themselves. <laughs> yeah, I like I, I pray little prayers for myself, like um, for road safety or for help on a test, but nothing, nothing really big. Oh, I'm not like that. I pray for big <laughs> stuff, but oh my goodness. <laughs> hey y'all, this is Amanda. We're signing off here for now, but be sure to stay tuned for part two. Let me ask you, our listeners out there, which part of this week's Bible study did you really enjoy or learn something you didn't know before? As we said, we are very grateful to you, our listeners, for sticking with us from the start of the show till now. We also want to thank the folks at Anchor by Spotify for hosting and promoting our weekly shows. If you like this and would like to support United Campus Ministry by making a donation, you can do so on this site or we also have cash app our link is dollar sign uc ministry please leave a review or contact us through our social media pages 
with your comments. You can find the links to these sites on this page. And last but not least, be sure to tune in next Wednesday for our upcoming episode as we continue this series on what will make us truly happy according to Jesus. We have another shocker of a statement next week, so hit subscribe so you don't miss it. And again, you've been listening to Let Me Tell You About My Jesus with Dr. Z. Praying you all have a great week and keep meditating on the verse for this week. Bye.